Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series MacGyver. Hi, Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we're tackling Season 6, Episode 15, High Control. The original air date for this episode was February 11th, 1991. It was directed by Michael Caffey, and it was written by Lincoln Kibbe. Why don't we describe this episode in brief? Huh. Interesting, it's the day before Lincoln's birthday, too. Ah. <laughs> and I think Lincoln Kibbe also wrote the Harry's Will episode, which was the first appearance of Dick Buttkiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Earl Dent. Right. Um, well, in this episode, Earl Dent returns to the life of MacGyver. Right. Um, and wants to go straight. Yep. MacGyver's going to help him out. Yeah. Uh, although this episode opens with a much more significant plot yep. that we never come back to. Yep. Uh, we have Ninja <laughs> MacGyver investigating a teddy bear company that is including biohazardous materials in the packaging. Yeah, it, they, they're hiding basically like like in the Renegade, these little vials of uh, deadly toxins yeah. with biohazard symbols hidden in the bears. And MacGyver is spotted by security and he runs and they chase him. Um, and that's where uh, he gets kind of stuck in an alley where there's a local bar and he's tackled to the ground and these two guys are beating him up and that's when Earl Dent shows up. Yeah, who was probably just drinking in the bar and mm-hmm. heard a fight and wanted to fight. Uh, yeah, so he sees MacGyver, helps him fend off the other two guys and goes, hey MacGyver, well, gotta go. <laughs> yeah, because he hears sirens and mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, this isn't my scene, bye. Uh, so at the foundation... We're now really starting to get into Pete's eyes issues. Did he, he get arrested at the end of Harry's Will? Um, we never see him arrested. Okay, we, so maybe he just went to jail for some other reason. Because uh, he's he he MacGyver checks him through the glass. Yeah, and uh, that's the last we see of him. Yeah. Uh, so uh, at the foundation, Pete is putting drops in his eyes. Right. And you can already tell he's having trouble looking at things and seeing things. Yeah. This is the early stages. This is the very first official indication we've been given on the show that they're going to make Dana Elkar's personal sight problems a part of the series. Um, Willis in the lab, although I think he's mentioned, but that we don't actually see him. Mm -hmm. Um, They ID the toxin as a weapons grade. (laughs) I I like my toxins, weapons grade. Yeah. and they're looking into the toy company. I was like, okay, and MacGyver's going to be going after this toy company. Earl Dent's going to be involved somehow. Nope. <laughs> this is the last of that plot we'll ever hear. Yep. Because um, outside the foundation, Dent is waiting for MacGyver. And he wants to, th- you know, obviously MacGyver is very thankful that Earl was there to, to help him out. And, but Dent has a favor to ask. He wants MacGyver to come with him to his parole meeting. To and, vouch for him. Yeah. To kind of like saying, hey, this guy, MacGyver's like, I can't really vouch for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you really want to put me down on your uh, resume as a recommendation? I'm like the guy that sent you to prison. Yeah. Um, uh, but I guess because he helped MacGyver out of that fight. Yeah. And uh, he, he agrees. Yeah. So Matt drives down to the Department of Corrections with, uh, with him, uh, the DOC. You know. Right. And uh, Dent wants to be a better person. Right. He, he genuinely wants to go straight. He, he's just worried that he's not going to get a fair shake. Yeah. And so enter Miss Montana, 
Uh, that's the only name we get for her, yeah, by the way. Did they just call her Montana for the rest of the episode? She's played by Gwyneth Walsh, mm-hmm. who most people, I think, would recognize as Astrid Carr from Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Um, That is incorrect. Oh. Most people would know her as Bator, sister of Lursa uh, from Star Trek Three the Next episodes Generation. of Star Trek Next Generation. And Generations, the movie. She's the, the villain, along with Malcolm McDowell. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. I missed that part. Yeah. <laughs> Lursa and Bator are the fantastic Klingon sisters who are trying to overthrow the Klingon government and take control. Okay. Um, uh, so that's, 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 that's what I know her from. <laughs> Xenon Girl of the 20th Century. It was a pretty amazing Disney movie. TV movie. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Ms. Montana is pretty rough around yeah. the edges. She, uh, She's been through a lot. She's basically the equivalent of the Sloyan character from Live and Learn. Mm-hmm. Like the teacher that's just been through everything. It doesn't yeah. want to hear any excuses from anyone. It doesn't yeah. care anymore. So she she doesn't want Earl to basically talk at all. And when MacGyver tries to speak up for him, she's just like, oh, let me guess. He wants to go straight. He wants a, a chance at a new life. It's like, well, well Yeah. Everyone wants that. Um, so she asked, do you have a job? No. He's like, do you have a place to live? Don't have that either. And so, then the guy for stupidly gives up yeah. a room in his apartment instead of saying, yeah, why don't you stay at the Challenger Club? It's <laughs> exactly what it's for. Mostly kids, but, you know. Just one rule, no prostituting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Cynthia's very strict on it. Yeah, She's that's a the stickler. only rule. Uh so, uh, with MacGyver offering to let him stay at, a, at his place, she opens up a little bit and says, I might have a job for you. Yeah. Are you familiar with the chicken habit? It's like, I'm yeah. familiar with it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I busted up their plastic chicken. Uh, meanwhile, while there's conversations going on, a, uh, I guess he's a convict who's just working the offices. Yeah. Because um, he... But he's- very indiscreetly listening in on yeah. this conversation. And as soon as he gets an opportunity, he, he walks over to a payphone and makes a call to a gentleman named Klug. Yeah. And tells him that Dent is out and that he's looking for a job and that he's in the area. Yeah. So Klug is like, all right, this is information that I want. And uh, Klug, Klug is a Don Stroud Right. Uh, who, again, we mentioned Renegade earlier. In yeah, he's episode, a very, very different look from the yeah. the general character that he played in Renegade. But uh, Don Stroud, amongst other things, people probably know him best from when he bought me a pair of pants. Yeah. <laughs> Tune into uh, our, our episode on Renegade for an explanation of that statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he bought me some pants. He bought me Klug, some Klug bought me some pants once. Uh so at the chicken habit, uh, Dent's already in full swing. He's like he's helping customers. He's keeping things clean, um, and that's when a Frank Oz-looking gentleman comes up to the counter to complain about yeah. the chicken. Um, and he comes up with Tommy Giordano. Yeah. <laughs> and, and MacGyver does not seem upset that Tommy Giordano has yeah. been kidnapped. <laughs> Tommy Giordano is now in the hands of another strange character. <laughs> um. And when he starts complaining about the sandwich, the son is like. It's okay, Dad. I'll eat it. Well, it's such a weird like. It, first, for, he's not even complaining about his own sandwich. He's yeah. complaining about the kid's sandwich. He's like, the kid asked for this dry, 
and you and you put dressing on it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, well, I'll make you another one. This, like, no problem. What am I supposed to do with this one? <laughs> it's like, you just give it to me. You can throw it away. And the kid's like, oh, I'll eat it. It's okay. And then he picks the kid up by his hair. Yeah. Like, grabs him by the hair. And it's like, wait, you're, you're complaining about the kid's sandwich having been made wrong on behalf of the kid. And then you lift the kid by his hair. Yeah. And MacGyver is doing nothing. Yeah. MacGyver is like the buddiest of butting in. Yeah. He's like, he, right now MacGyver is being the police when... Uh, when they tell Lisa Woodman's parents that um, it turns out that it's the other kid that got kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> and it, instead of stepping in and saying, okay, well, this isn't your problem to deal with. We'll take care of this because we're the police. Like, yeah. MacGyver should be saying, put the kid down. Yeah. I'm going to go call the police because that's abuse. Yeah, exactly. And he just sits and lets, lets Earl do it. MacGyver butt in on a dice game. In the middle of the friggin' Turkish mountains. Yeah. Because he was worried, hey, you guys aren't playing fair. Yeah. So this is child abuse, and MacGyver stands idly by. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, Earl Dent is on the case, because yeah. he grabs the what the we father. assume is the father. Yeah. Um, I'm still not convinced the that Tony father. Giordano is not kidnapped. Did, didn't Tommy's dad die, though? Or no? No, he was just... They just, just said arrested. that he won't, he won't bother you anymore. Okay. So the that's, implication that's for <laughs> that he's dead... Um, so, so Dent is being a little rough with this guy. And I thought, oh man, Dent. He's going to lose his job. He's going to lose his job. They're going to see it. But no, no, the guy nothing, leaves that nothing incident. Nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> he says, no, no, I'm just going to leave. I was like, oh, well, I guess that's good. Yeah. I didn't want him to lose his job. And but then it, just to make sure that we get the happy closure, the kid turns around and smiles at him on his way out. Yeah. Like, well, this was the one nice day of my life. Yeah. Thanks. He's going to still go home and beat me. Yeah. Um, and then probably make me move to Canada with my creepy mafia grandfather. But not before I, I, I play Doctor with this. Doctor, no. Not before I play with this little paper sailboat by the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and MacGyver's also kind of pleased that Dent stood up for the kid. Yeah. And also probably pleased that he didn't lose his job. Yeah. So that night... As and then his boss comes out like right after he did this, assaulted a customer. Yeah, but nothing happens. Yeah, I, nothing happens. I, Nobody I, complains. I thought the, cli- the cliche thing to happen was that he was going to lose his job. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it didn't happen was such a pleasant surprise. But it, was, it also negates the whole point of the scene. Yeah. Other than to explain that he's a good guy, mm-hmm. that he's trying to defend good people. So that night, Dent is locking up with uh, his boss... Um, and, and his boss is telling him he did a good job for the mm-hmm. day and that he should be there at 9 o'clock in the morning tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is like, that's kind of crazy. Like, he's there from open to close every day? I mean, I guess. Uh, I've done it. Yeah, but it just, at a fast food restaurant, I think that typically the opening the opening shift and the closing shift are different people. Well, yeah, but also, I mean, I've done close opens and open close, you know, close opens before. That's true. Like, you know, you shut down for the night, but then you come in and you only work half the day in the morning, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean he's working the the whole day the next day. God, I, it's like I have a lot of fond memories of working at Blockbuster, especially working with you. But I do not miss it. I do not miss I those do. schedules. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah, I would. I would take that job back tomorrow. Oh man. I think if it paid know, enough for me to survive, I would take that. You know, job back you're tomorrow. right. Like looking back now that I know the ins and the outs, yeah. and I've, 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 you know, this is now what ten years now since we've worked yeah, there. Yeah, it's been a long time. 
Um, it's like I feel like I'm more mature and I can appreciate the job a little bit more. Yeah. And when customers, I, I don't are, think customers would annoy me as much. Yeah. Now. I'd be like, you got a complaint? Sure, I don't care. It's not my money. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is a corporation. If you're complaining this vocally to me, then I'm going to get in trouble for not complying with your demands. So mm -hmm. here's your here's your four years expired coupon. <laughs> uh, well, state of California, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, that's gift cards. Oh, that's true. Coupons yeah. expire. Dang it. <laughs> Time to throw out that lawsuit. <laughs> Good thing I didn't put a retainer down. Uh, so outside in the uh, back of the chicken habit, uh, Klug is waiting with his gang, and uh, he wants Dent to rejoin the gang so they can settle an old score with a man named Hinkley. Right. Who will be unseen in this episode, but severely mentioned. Yes. Severely mentioned. <laughs> um. When Dent isn't willing to join, Klug pulls a gun on him, and then Dent wrestles the gun away and yeah. now points the gun at Klug. I'm like, oh no, your boss is going to come out. I don't even out. think he points the gun at Klug, does he? I mean, uh, he wrestles it away from him, but then immediately walks it over to a dumpster and throws it away. Well, well he has it in his hand. Yeah, but and, he takes the clip out of yeah. it immediately. But here's what I thought was going to happen. I thought his boss was going to walk out and see him with the gun, and then this was going to be the thing yeah. that got him to lose his job. But no, that doesn't happen either. Yeah. That would have been great if the boss did come out and he's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, no, 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 it's not what it looks like. And he's like, oh, sure it's not. I'm going to go tell your parole officer. And then he just shoots his boss. But I love um, uh, Dent's reaction to the whole thing. It's like, it was like, yeah, he was like, he was like don't, I want you to join us. Don't you want to do this? He's like, no, I don't want to do this. You nut. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks away. Yeah. His reaction is so great. You nut. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he throws the gun in the dumpster and just leaves. Yeah, but Klug retrieves the gun carefully because and then he goes inside the store mm -hmm. and kills his manager. Uh, well, that goes unseen. Yeah. Also, he lives. But yeah, that happens. Does, does he live? He, oh yeah, he, he does. That's right. Live. He's at the hospital. Um, uh, Klug's second in command wrote. Uh, that's R-O-T-E, not right. with a W. Uh, he wants him to impersonate Dent. Uh, Rote is played by Bill Croft, uh, who we have seen in MacGyver's Women, uh, Deep Cover, and Odd Triple as various uh, various henchmen. Right, and his brothers Sid and Marty are responsible for some of the most beloved television yeah. franchises. He's not actually related to Sid and Marty Croft. <laughs> At least in, in as much as my no research has yeah. determined. Um, and in, in, the, in the realm of this MacGyver universe. Yes. So, uh, back at the Department of Corrections, uh, uh, Mac drops uh, Dent, I misspelled Dent's name and it threw me off. Four letters and I misspelled <laughs> Dinette? Hey, there is an A in there and it shouldn't oh. be there. Dent. Uh, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Dean. Uh, drops him off at the Department of Corrections, and Klug is already waiting for him there. He says that the chicken habit got robbed last night. Yeah. And when did you know what the manager got shot with a gun that's got your fingerprints on it? Um, so Klug says, I got your trike out of impound, and you're coming with us, or else this gun is going to the police. So back and He's got the gun in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. That, to preserve the fingerprints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The freshness. Yes. Yeah, you know, the 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 gun rubbing up against that plastic. 
yep. isn't going to affect not the fingerprints wipe the fingerprints at all. off at all. There aren't specialized bags for nope. that kind of stuff. Definitely not. Just got to get a straight up Ziploc bag. Uh, so back at MacGyver's place, Dent is packing up his things, donning his leather, leather jacket again. Um, and MacGyver comes in and asks him, you know, that the chicken habit got robbed. And that's when we find out. He says, yeah, don't worry. I checked on, on I think I want to say his name was Derek or Dennis. Yeah. Uh, he's fine. He's not dead. He's going to be all right. And he comes clean about the story that he didn't do it, that his old gang leader is trying to set him up. Um, and he has to do this. Otherwise, he's going to go back to jail. Yeah. Um, and MacGyver, of course, is like, you should go to the police. Tell them what happened. They'll believe you. And that's when Miss Montana shows up because obviously Dent did not go to the appointment right. that he was supposed to go to. Um, and so she starts questioning MacGyver, who I guess is covering for him. Like she's asking if you've seen him. He says, yeah, I saw him. And he says he didn't do it. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure he did because that's what he wants you to believe. Yeah. Um, uh, so she doesn't believe anything about – But meanwhile, while they're having this argument and Dent's upstairs getting ready to leave – through the he window. hears it getting louder, and he's like, okay, well, she's not going to listen to me no matter what I say. So he starts climbing out over the roof, mm-hmm. which is kind of a fun shot of Dent actually climbing on the roof of this yeah. houseboat. Uh, yeah, and so Montana wants to put uh, uh, Dent back in jail unless he she can hear the story from him directly. Right. And that's when Dent... Drops off the roof, crashes through his patio roof, and lands on the on the on deck the chairs. Deck, yeah, he, he stands up with kind of like a shrug, like "whoops," Ooh. and then he blocks the door and then runs off with a paper thin table that MacGyver just obliterates when yeah. he opens his door. Also, Dick Buckus is a big guy, and I he's older and he just cannot run. Yeah, but somehow he manages to completely disappear yeah. on the marina parking lot. Uh. So, of course, Montana's like, well, he's running, so he's obviously guilty. Um, MacGyver manages to persuade her that... Give me 24 hours. Give me 24 hours. To track Um, him down. And we also find out that the reason she's so jaded is that her parents were both junkies. Right. And they kept saying, oh, we'll change, we'll change, we'll change, and they never did. Yeah. And that's why she likes to put people in jail. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. She's a huge fan of putting people in jail. So... Pete sends over some information about Klug, known associates, including one named Pete Dash, who is currently in jail. Right. Um, uh, Do they give him a description of Pete Dash? No, but he sent over the files. Oh, okay. So I'm imagining that's where so he, he got the information. Okay. Um, at the handlebar, which is a biker bar, yeah. uh, uh, that's where he figures everyone's going to be heading to. So luckily, Which, if the handlebar is still in existence, it's probably not a biker bar anymore. Now it's like a hipster bar. Yeah. And now it's a reference to the mustaches instead of motorcycles. Well, I also wonder if this isn't just the same airplane bar from Rock the Cradle and uh, 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 the other one, Ma Dalton. What was that one called? The uh, the wingman. Yeah, it was an equally punny. Yeah. Uh, joke. Yeah, but it, this one's uh, more of a stripper bar. Kind of. I yeah. mean. It's definitely there's like ladies a, dancing on a stage in yeah, the background. This this is the bar that Pee Wee Herman goes into. Yeah. Uh, with Cassandra Peterson. Or just in real life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I say we let me do tequila. 
the large I, parts. I, mean. I say we let them go. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and then Elvira, you know, gets interviews. Yeah. Um, so, uh, luckily, MacGyver from his old motorcycle gang riding days has his leather jacket and a fully functioning motorcycle. <laughs> fully gassed up. Fully gassed up in a shed. Still starts. Um, I like that he, he's going to put on a helmet and he's got like the really cheesy helmet and a really cool biker helmet. And he says, either way. Is this the same uh, motorcycle that he charged to Pete's account when he's still up oh, in Don Shea? Yeah. I think that was like a dirt bike. Or was it Dan Shea? Dan Shea? The, 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 the stuntman? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, that was more of a dirt bike, though, I think. Yeah. Uh, this is more like, this is like a, the oh. motorcycle that he helped uh, kidnap um, Elia Baskin. Yeah, yeah, with. yeah. From As I was just going to say, that episode where he jumps yeah. the, the thing with, with beef. Yeah, that was, uh, what is that episode called? Soft Touch. Was that Soft Touch? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love that episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he debates whether or not to wear a helmet at all. Yeah. But he decides no helmet is the best, most convincing way to do yeah. it. So, while he's riding off... Pulling up Busey here. Yeah. Miss Montana didn't actually leave. And uh, so she follows MacGyver, uh, figuring that... At first, I think she, she's thinking that he is part of their gang. Yeah. And that's why this has all been an act. Uh, but although couldn't she just as easily have looked up his Phoenix Foundation credentials? Yeah, that, that's I figure. But see, that's why I said that's why at first I thought. Oh, okay. At first I thought that that's where this was going, but um, the next the next scene kind of counteracts that. Yeah. So MacGyver heads over to the bar and uh, starts trying to uh, infiltrate. You know. Right, and he found this bar because he called up Pete, who gave him the address, but. Again, they're harping on his inability to read, and he's having yeah. to like hold up a magnifying glass while he reads him the address right, and right. tell him where the place is. So uh, MacGyver heads in, and uh, you know when the the bartender asks what he wants to drink, he just says, "I think he just says tomato juice." Yeah, and he's, and he's all, "I had a rough night, all right." Yeah. <laughs> um, he hears Klug and Rope kind of discussing the plan, and uh, Dent calls in. And when MacGyver tries to get a little bit closer to eavesdrop on the conversation, Clue looks around and realizes that there might be other ears listening. Yeah, so, so he covers this side of the conversation. Yeah, so you can't hear exactly what he's saying. So MacGyver is forced to, to try a, an alternative plan. Right. So he heads out, finds... Without Clu even drinking his tomato juice. Yeah, he or leaves. paying for it. Or paying for it. Um, he heads out and finds Klug's bike because it's got a vanity plate right. that says Klug on it. But he's been inside just long enough for Montana to very conspicuously bug his motorcycle. Yeah, she, she, she uh, gaff Tape tapes like a... A tracker into the bike. Mm -hmm. But it's like she tapes it in such a way that obviously they're going to notice it. Yeah. Because the tape is up around the outside of the wheel well so that you mm -hmm. can totally see it from outside when... She could have just taped it on the inside and yeah. no one would have ever noticed it for the rest of this episode. Or drop it in the gas tank or something. Yeah. You know. But it's too big to drop in the gas tank, probably. I don't know. It didn't look that big. That looked big. <laughs> <laughs> that was for the listeners, not for you. I, I, that's I, why I whispered it. I, I hope it got picked up by the mic, though. <laughs> um, so, Clu, uh, as Klug's exiting, MacGyver has just enough time to disconnect uh, something on his bike. Right. And 
It's like a fuel line or something. Mm-hmm. So MacGyver pretends to be working on his own bike. Um, to while look they... capable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Kluke can't get his bike to start. No one, none of his crew know anything about fixing bikes. Um, and wrote. He took a real chance there because these guys are all bikers. Like, yeah. what are the chances that none of them can figure out? Oh, this hose is completely separated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so wrote happens to see MacGyver and says, "Hey, you know anything about bikes?" And he's like, "I oughta." Name's mechanic. They call me mechanic. <laughs> this is the first of two consecutive episodes where his nickname is just really stupid. Yeah, and obvious. Grazer. Yeah. Next episode coming <laughs> soon. There, but for the grace. Sorry. There before the graze. <laughs> Grazer. So Klug says, oh yeah, mechanic? Well, then why don't you fix my bike? So Montana watching in, she she switches on her tracking device. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mac, of course, is able to fix Klug's bike yeah, with no problem. just screws the hose back on and then says, yep. yeah, there was some dirt in the fuel line. It's like, no, there wasn't. You just screwed it back on. Yeah. I, I watched you do it. <laughs> yeah, we're all standing here. There's four of us. Well, you fixed it either way. I mean, I guess that's a good thing. I didn't, I didn't notice. Um, hey, do you want tens of thousands of dollars? He's like, yeah, MacGyver introduces himself as, he's like, he's like yeah, I, I knew a guy who knew Klug, uh, Pete Dash. He's like, and so, of course, they, 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 they test get, him. They test him. He's like, oh, yeah, we know Pete. He's a little skinny guy, right? It's like, what? Pete Dash, I know, is heavy. weighs easily 300 pounds. All right, okay. All right, this you guy, know who you're talking about. Oh, you know what? Because he's, he's the one who brought up Pete Dash, so he probably already knew who Pete Dash was yeah. <laughs> before we started talking. Like, I don't understand why they why that's the proof they needed. Like, mm-hmm. this guy just knows that we know a Pete Dash. He doesn't yeah. know what he looks like. It's like, if he was able to look up Pete Dash, then he would be able to guess how much he weighed. Yeah, he would have information. Yeah. So, yeah, so, of course, Klug says, hey, you like money? Money's nice. <laughs> uh, so he offers... Uh, but he has to be reluctant, too. So he's like, yeah. you want to come with us? He's like, oh, I got stuff to do. And they're like, well, we can pay you a lot of money that we're going to get from a guy who owes us money. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so Klug's in. They're going to hijack a whole garbage truck load of crystal meth. Right. Uh, it's like, all right, getting into the meth game. Yeah. That, that actually is showing, like, the progression of... The time that we're in. It's yeah. not Coke anymore. Yeah. It's meth. Yeah. So, like, the, even in the 90s, like, Coke was becoming less and less of this huge threat. Yeah. And it was more about, like, the meth problem, especially in California. Wasn't meth legal for, like, a weirdly long period of time? Um, it was in the 50s. Yeah. Um, uh, like, I'm trying to remember if it was legal in part of the 80s, even. I don't remember when it was actually added to, like, the scheduled mm. narcotics list. But yeah, so they go to collect this dump truck full yeah. of meth. Uh, so they, yeah, they they hide out to this scrapyard where where Dent was told to meet them. But that's the part of the conversation we couldn't hear. Yeah. Um, and intelligently, he doesn't just blurt out, "Oh, yeah. it's you, MacGyver. You've like, infiltrated the game." Like, what's her name from Deep Cover? Yeah, MacGyver. I mean, I thought you were MacGyver, but you're yeah. not. <laughs> Wait, MacGyver, your friend MacGyver from the Phoenix Foundation? Uh, <sighs> no, my name's Dexter. Uh, yeah, Dent sees MacGyver, but uh, doesn't do anything. He, he realizes that MacGyver's in danger. Yeah. Um, and luckily, Klug introduces him, says his name first. You know, like, yeah. yeah, this year's Mechanic. He's like, oh, hey, Mechanic, would you come take a look at my trike? Uh, so 
he and Dent can have a, a moment to talk. Uh, Montana has arrived, but she's keeping her distance also intelligently so yeah. far. Um, so Dent agrees to go with – like Dent wants to come in. And he figured this is their, their chance to get away. But Max says, no, we can't because they're about to hijack a shipment of crystal meth and we can't let that happen. Yeah, we can't let that hit the streets. So, so Dent says, okay, we'll stop the hijacking. Then we'll go, go to the police about the gun and we'll be in the clear. Yeah. Um, they or wanna... I could have just gone to the police in the first place. Yeah, either way. We'd be in the clear and the meth would be kept off the streets by a team of police officers yeah. instead of just me and you by ourselves. Yeah, they want to contact Montana, but uh, they said they're already heading out, so they have no time to call, which doesn't matter because she's there anyway. Yeah. And she also doesn't call for backup. I also don't think that she has a lot of authority. I don't I don't know if... They, they do carry guns. They do? I looked into it, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so they ride out to, um, to Hinckley's warehouse, which apparently uh, uh, Dent is the only one who knows where it is. Yeah. For some reason. I find it hard to believe that an operation that large, no one else knows where it is. Well, I mean, he's the only one from their gang, probably. That's true. Uh, but when they get there, the warehouse seems empty uh, until they, they kick down the door to the actual lab portion where there's only one guy kind of maintaining probably more of a tech than a yeah. than a actual soldier. Yeah, it's like the day that they left. Uh, well, you haven't seen Breaking Bad. I'm not going to spoil it there. All right. I would like to watch that show eventually. It's good. You'll like it. I'll give it 10 years. Let it, let it I'm going to watch it for 10 years straight. If I don't like it by the end of those 10 years, yep. I gave it 10 years of my life. Listen to the podcast where I watch Breaking Bad every day for 10 for years. 10 years. The whole series. <laughs> Just on an endless loop. Uh, so It's uh, probably worse ways to spend your time. Yeah. There, no. <laughs> there aren't. No, there is. There's many worse shows. Uh. So they question the guy at the lab, but of course he doesn't know when Hinckley's coming back. They have basically no good information. So he's going to kill him. Yeah. Clues are saying, well, you're worthless to me then. Uh, MacGyver says, hey, wait a minute. Wouldn't it be better if uh, Hinckley knew that you ripped him off? Kind of like like a like a stick it, stick it to him? Like, yeah. And Clues like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, a good cool, idea. That's a really smart, intelligent thought that you yeah. just had. All right. I'll, I'll let him go. Yeah, you get on out of here. You know what? I changed my mind. I'm going to go kill, I'm gonna kill him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I I like killing too much. Yeah. I think the only reason that that happened is because originally he got killed in this room and then maybe the writers thought, well, that's pretty violent. Couldn't MacGyver have prevented him from killing him yeah. in this room? And so they were like, okay, well, then let's let him go and then go kill him. Mm -hmm. So that's what he does. Because so far, I mean, honestly, Klug hasn't done too many crimes yet. Like, what what, what does he, he – he's, he's – Conspiring to frame, he oh no, that's true. Well, he didn't rob the store, so that's one yeah. thing. He he instructed someone else to do it. Right. So there's conspiracy. And he's robbing and hooding all this meth. Yeah. So and 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 this murder is what pushes him over the line. Yeah. That this guy is now we can. He's like, yeah, you're right. He could deliver the message for me. Oh, you know what? I'll just tell him myself. I'm gonna yeah. go kill that guy. And he's got like a little Mac Ten or like a Uzi. Mm-hmm. Uh. So Klug says to hide the body uh, in case Hinckley comes back. And this is when Miss Montana arrives. Uh, uh, and uh, she pulls a gun on them. Right. Well, doesn't oh, he, no. he finds the tracker first. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Hang on. Yeah, I got ahead of myself on the notes. She, 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 come, she exits her car. 
Right. With her gun. And she's sneaking she, she's up sneaking on them around, and listening yeah. it. But yeah. she's got, yeah, she's got her gun drawn. Yeah, this, this is where they find the drug cache and the cash cache. Yeah. In uh, this just unlocked room full of money and drugs. Yeah. That's when one of the bikers spots the tracker because they're moving the motorcycles inside, like like one at a time. Yeah. And uh, it, it dangles off the back of the, the wheel well of the back yeah. of Matt's motorcycle. Uh, so... Klug starts to suspect that MacGyver might be a cop. Um, luckily, he has Dent hold the gun on him. Yeah. You know what actually would have been better uh, for my taste? Would have been if she was intending to go tape the thing to the motorcycle, but then suddenly MacGyver was coming out of the place. And so she was like, I had to do it like really Real quick. quickly. Because the fact that she had all that time and that she still taped it around the outside of the motorcycle drove me crazy. Yeah. You could put it anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so when, when she sees Dent pointing the gun at MacGyver, she just assumes that Dent is really working for the gang. Yeah. So this is when she pops up and, uh, she tells people to drop the guns and come out. Uh, she still doesn't believe Dent, uh, is innocent of, of anything. And Klug pushes Dent into her, causing them both to fall to the ground. And now they're all captured. So they're all tied up into uh, the uh, chemical storage room yeah. on the ground. And, uh, of course, this is like MacGyver heaven. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's almost as dumb as locking him into a, an entire storage container full of weapons. Yeah. In which he will use to manslaughter some people. Yeah. Max slaughter. That's what it's called when yeah. he does it. Uh, so MacGyver asks Montana and Dent if they can make some noise so he can break some glass. Uh, so they start shouting at each other. Yeah, they, 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 they start having an actual argument yeah. about why they would make noise. It's like, ah, you can't listen to her. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Oh, you can't listen to me, huh? You know, like, like they, they have an actual heated argument. Enough time for MacGyver not only to break a glass, cut his bindings. And he's like, guys, guys, I'm, I'm free done. now. I'm, I'm done. done. But he says that part uncomfortably loud for me. <laughs> it seems like he says that part almost loud enough for the guy outside to be yeah. like, wait, he's done with what? What was he doing while they were talking so loud? But during their conversation, I misunderstood something that he was saying. Like, Because he's talking about how she needs a partner at work. Mm-hmm. But I thought he was talking about like a romantic partner. And I, oh. then I thought that these two would end up in a relationship together <laughs> by well, the end of this episode. Yeah. We, we still got another Earl Dent episode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had two more after his first one, so there should be more coming. Uh, so Mac sees that Rote, uh, Klug's henchman, is still standing outside kind of packing up some of the, the freshly made drugs that are in the lab while they're clearing out the other room. Yeah. Uh, so MacGyver puts some ether in a in a in like a Windex kind of spray bottle. Yeah. And just starts misting the room where Rote is. Yeah. And eventually Rote just starts to like wobble around until he just completely passes out. What is that line from Fear and Loathing? It's like all we had left was the was the ether and we'd get into that stuff soon or something. Yeah, like. it's like there's nothing worse than the man on the depth of an ether binge. <laughs> yeah. That's when they pick up uh Spider Man. Yeah, well yeah, that's what they're talking about in the beginning, like, You want a beer? No thanks. How about some ether? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, MacGyver starts looking at the door because they're still locked in this room. 
MacGyver starts looking at the door to see if he can pick it, but Dent says, would you mind? And Dent just yanks the doorknob so hard that it just completely breaks the interior mechanism and allows them to Yeah, now to the door's escape. unlocked. At first it looks like he screwed up, like he, yeah. what he did was a mistake, and then MacGyver goes up, oh, you know what? I can just push all this crap out yeah. of the door now. Uh, so they get out, but there's still too many guys. Mac wants to try to even the odds. So he says, you know, I can make like a homemade like explosive powder with some of the chemicals in here, which this is actually one of my favorite moments because he goes, oh, he makes the explosive powder and it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, MacGyver create, goes through all this chemical process, uh, and, and lays down his like powder on the ground. Supposedly, it's like as soon as someone disturbs it, it'll just pop. Yeah, it should be like a nitroglycerin powder. Yeah. Uh, so of course, when they lure over one of the guys, he steps on it, and nothing happens. And the guy immediately notices that Rote is unconscious and calls for backup. Yeah. So they're forced to to punch this guy out. Yeah. Um, that this, is an interesting choice for it to just blatantly not work. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's it's. It's time that that happened. Yeah. Really. His luck had to have run out eventually. Yeah. So Montana is forced to be a distraction as Dent kind of makes his way around. But man, she is just narrowly escaping these gunshots. Yeah. Like this guy's opening up at her with a shotgun. Yeah. He's just blasting away in this lab. Um, but Dent manages to sneak around to the guy and uh, bonks him. Yeah. Uh, bonks him. Yeah. yeah. So he hits him in the he headbutts to him. To use Wendy O. Williams terminology. Yeah. Uh, he headbutts the guy and then does the the class the, similar to the MacGyver one punch knockout hand yeah. shake. He does like the ah oh, I shouldn't have done that yeah. wince. Uh, so Mac finishes off the guy he was fighting with, but Klug now just starts spraying them with his Uzi. Right. Um, and when he realizes that he's on his own, he runs for the van. This is where MacGyver then takes his powder and tries it again, yeah. and he makes a torpedo. Out of an air tank and his uh and uh, uh Earl Dent's trike. Yeah. So he, he loads this air tank onto the trike, drives it right towards the van, and bails out right before the trike hits the van. Yeah. In this incredible explosion of yeah. money. It kind of reminds me of, um. What was the episode where MacGyver takes the explosive jacket and he throws it under the car at the last second to yeah. blow it up, um, just with explosions and cars at the same yeah, time. Yeah. 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 Um, I also like the, the raining money is very similar to Jack in the Box. With yeah. The exploding suitcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the bills are like on a fire as they're mm -hmm. drifting down. Uh, but Dent is more upset about the loss of his strike yeah. than anything. Uh, so the Act 5 roundup is back at the chicken habit. And Dent He's is... wiping a, up the blood from his manager's shooting. Yeah. Ugh. He's mopping. I guess he's the manager now. That's what I thought they were going to say when they came in. They were like, well, we've got some news for you. You're the new manager. Yeah. Your buddy didn't pull through. Um, but instead, they uh, they offer Dent a new job of working with Montana since I as, guess she's going to... As gonna, an enforcer. Yeah, I guess she's going to be doing more field work. Yeah. And she needs someone. Yeah, and she um, realized that she's pretty incapable with a gun. Yeah. Also, uh, they're receiving some kind of grant from the Phoenix Foundation yeah. for some reason. Uh, I, I guess just to involve the Phoenix Foundation. Yeah. Basically what they're saying is the Phoenix Foundation bribed her to take him on as an employee. Yeah. 
so Dent is super excited, and he's got some ideas. He says, like, oh, I can't wait to talk, tell you all my ideas. Yeah. for." And then their argument starts up again. Yeah. They argue, and they argue, and then Mac tries to slip away. Yeah. And we get a freeze. I wanted him to, like, dig that piece of glass out of his pocket again and just start slitting his <laughs> wrist. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to hear this. You go down the street, not across it. Yeah. Uh, that's the classic mistake. Uh, <laughs> for all those who consider suicide, um, don't do that. Uh, yeah, but this is like a weird moment because this is the first time that we've gotten a freeze frame where the dialogue continues after the freeze frame. This, is, this can't be the first time. I, I'm pretty, I don't remember ever a time where we had continuing people talking with a freeze frame. I'm gonna rewatch the entire series. So rewatch it. I'm. I'm. Maybe the gauntlet. Ninety-nine percent certain. So we have a freeze frame on Max grimacing face as uh, Miss Montana and Earl Dent continue to argue over and over and over yeah. again um, as it fades to black. Yep. Uh, and that's the end of that episode. I mean, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. I I really like the character of Earl Dent. I do too. So I, I like how clearly they've drawn the lines that he's a good guy he's willing to like fight on behalf of you know tommy giordano he even when they come up at the end and he's like mopping up blood at his restaurant yeah. he's, he's still like i love this job no i'm i'm super happy to be here like he's not even complaining about it and then they're like well are you sure you don't want a better job and he's like I, that'd be great but I, I really like it here like he literally has no complaints yeah, about what like, he's doing he it, wants to turn his life around that desperately yeah um and uh you know the the side plot of the teddy bear and toxins, I guess, is yeah. the only thing that kind of like worries me. Yeah. It's like, well, did they catch the people? Yeah. Are there more teddy bears coming in? This is like, it's like, it, it reminds me of the chipmunk adventure where they're swapping the dolls with the, the money and the jewels inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they going to catch them? I'm more concerned about the children's yeah. toys. I mean, I'm glad Earl Dent is okay yeah. and he didn't, and they yeah. blew up that mess. I'm glad we were able to, to catch Klug, but what happened with. The bears. <laughs> um, I feel that that was a really bizarre way. It should have opened with the biker gang doing something illegal. Yeah. That Them putting meth in teddy bears. Yeah, something. Because otherwise, that's just hanging out there. Yeah. And that's not cool. This is like MacGyver blowing up a nuclear facility. Yeah. It's like, what? what? <laughs> How did he do that? Yeah, I'm not surprised someone wants to kill him now. Um, yeah, so it was really bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was almost like an opening gambit that didn't have a payoff. Yeah, they forgot to end it. Uh, but yeah, um, it's... I honestly didn't even realize that until we started talking about it. And I was like, oh yeah, we never came back to that. Like, I just assumed we would come back to it at the end of the episode, mm -hmm. but by then I had forgotten about the cold open. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's, it's something happened. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, other than that, it's, it's, it's an okay episode. I mean, it's... Uh, your your typical MacGyver helping someone out, yeah. getting involved in something a little bit larger, going undercover. We're yeah. getting we're getting a lot of MacGyver undercover. Yeah, I feel I feel like that's like the theme where he's got, we're gonna get it. Yeah, next he's turning episode. into a master of disguise. Um, turtle, turtle. <laughs> Am I not turtly enough for the turtle clip? Turtle, turtle. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> anyway, check out Master of Disguise <laughs> available on uh, on yeah. VHS. Sorry, Dana Carvey and Brent Spiner. Yeah. Is Brent Spiner in there? He's the villain. Is he really? Yeah, who, who every time he tries to, to, to do something maniacally, he ends up farting. 
because <laughs> he's because he's got like irritable bowel syndrome or something like that. <laughs> he just he goes <laughs> he looks so upset about it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, Brent Spiner. Honestly, is I think that's the reason I have to see the movie now. Is that weird? Yeah. Because I didn't care when I saw the trailer. I I'm so curious about uh, his appearance in Independence Day. Like, oh, in the second one? Yeah, I was like, wait, I thought he died? He, I mean, he I clearly guess he died in the first one. I mean, I, I guess maybe he didn't, yeah. but uh, <laughs> it's like Owen Wilson and Royal Tenenbaums. Everyone knows that Custer died at the Battle of the Little Bighorn, but what my book supposes is what maybe he didn't. fun tangent uh but yeah yeah i i there's not too much to say about this one mm-hmm. it, it's it's a standard macgyver episode it's good uh it it ends well starts and well I'll, I'll be happy to see dent come back again yeah exactly um, hopefully it's not just a clip show where's jack that's what i want to know jack uh who's who's jack 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 dalton where is he Where's Penny? Are you talking about George Eads, Jack Dalton? <laughs> uh, I miss I miss some of our supporting cast here. That's not hasn't been in like this whole season. Yeah, I don't remember how often they come back. I mean, we'll probably see more of Penny Parker and Jack Dalton when we get back to Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figure like that's what's going <laughs> They're on. They're just tired here. of going to Canada. Who knows? Because Mal Dalton was last. Probably season. a lot of you know. Yeah, Mal Dalton was last season, right? Uh, yes. Uh, have we had Jack at all this season? I can't remember. I don't recall, but I don't think so. Because Jenny's Chance was last season. It's been a lot of PSA stuff this season. Yeah. Ever since he got the Nomad. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, you know what? I think the last time we had him was Jenny's Chance. What was that, this season or last season? Last season. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe early this season. Who knows? Mm. We should know. <laughs> we, we should. Um, that's about it for this one, though. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any thoughts you'd like to share with us, you can find us on Twitter at Opening Gambit. You can find us at Facebook.com slash Phoenix Foundation Podcast or our website, PhoenixFoundationPodcast.com. And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're going to be covering Season 6, Episode 16, There But For The Grace. Probably the worst title of the series so far. Yeah, I guess. Yes. All right. That's a confirmation. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll go ahead and say right. I agree. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks. We'll, we'll come up with a better title next week. Thank you for listening.